How much more of that do we get Sunday night in Santa Clara in the NFC Championship game? Jared Goff with a couple of TD throws against Tampa in the divisional round there at Ford Field. Doesn't look like the weather's going to be an issue. A good weather game for Goff could be helpful. That's one of the things we've talked about throughout the week already as we look ahead to the conference championship games here on BetQL Daily alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. Jimmy Patsos of Monumental Sports Network joins us at the top of the third and final hour here to talk hoops, specifically the mess in Milwaukee. Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus one hour from now with his thoughts both on conference championship weekend and some mock draft info. Mock draft 1.0 is coming out from several uh, mock draft folks in the last couple of days. We'll go over those in the second hour as well. But we wanted to do some power rankings, so let's power rank the biggest liabilities on championship weekend. Joe, you want to get us started? Count us down? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, there are a couple interesting angles that we'll talk about in the next few days where these teams are very similar. Like They all get to the quarterback. They all protect the quarterback. But there's certain holes in some of these teams uh, that need to be addressed as well. And I'll start at number five. And I did a combo. And the reason is, is I'm not sure how much it matters. My combo is the rush defenses for both San Francisco and Kansas City. And the reason I did that is I'm not sure that the rush defense matters that much when it comes to winning a Super Bowl. And they they shouldn't be separated inside the top five. For both of these teams that rank near the bottom for both, and to be here in the final four, does it matter? Maybe it matters with matchups. Maybe it matters with some of the prop bets that you'll be taking a look at this weekend. But I'm not sure it matters in the grand scheme. So I put the Niners and the Chiefs rush defenses, which have struggled throughout the season, at number five. Number four, let's go Chiefs receivers. They're a liability. Anytime they lost, anytime a game was much closer than it should have been, one of the stories was their receivers whether it's dropping the football, oh, like we saw fumbling it through the end zone on Sunday that single-handedly kept the Bills in that game. Most drops in the NFL, 44. Tony was a problem all year, MVS. Early on, Kelsey was having a bunch of drops. So Chiefs receiving game, specifically the receiver position. Number three, I'm going with the Ravens in the fourth quarter. I had a tough time picking out the issue with the Ravens. Like, we all know they're the most balanced team. Look at offense, defense, and special teams. Don't forget about that. Harbaugh's bread and butter. And, of course, you have maybe the greatest kicker of all time, too. It's tough to find a weakness with this team. But at times, they couldn't close things out. You look at the point differential on the season, domination. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter. They were outscored this year in the fourth quarter, 118 to 117. So that is the one thing you can point to when picking apart the Ravens. Number two, let's go with Dan Campbell's inexperience in the playoffs. I know. They just there won a couple is. games to get here. Congratulations. You beat the Bucks and you beat a Rams team with a win total of six and a half that doesn't have a defense themselves. So but when you look at Andy Reid, 40 games. Harbaugh, 21. Kyle Shanahan, 10 games. That's a wide gap. So I think that's something 
and it's worth bring, bringing up. And by far, the biggest weakness, biggest liability of these four teams left is the Lions' pass defense. Yeah. 100%. And it's going to be very interesting if the conditions are clear like it looks to be on Sunday in San Francisco, how that pass defense does against Kyle Shanahan's offense. They gave up the second most passing yards per game this year. The two playoff games, Stafford, 367 and two touchdowns. Baker, 349 and three touchdowns. Some of that because of catch-up, but still, I mean, it's been an issue throughout the season. So number five, San Francisco KC rush defenses. Number four, Chiefs receivers. Number three, Ravens in the fourth quarter. Two, Dan Campbell playoff experience. Number one, Lions pass defense. have a feeling a couple of those may reappear in uh, some former fashion in all of our rankings. But, Aaron, where do you start when we look at this? Um, Again, I know one or two of those are probably going to make it onto all three of our lists. That is correct. (laughs) So one thing I love about Paul Aspen is he says there's no rules. So at number five, I'm with you, Joe. Where is the Ravens' weakness? Well, there is none. That's what I say. There is no weakness for this Ravens team. The offense is hard to stop. The defense is great. You talked about the point differential. I have a hard time looking for a weakness here. And maybe in the fourth quarter, they're up so big, it doesn't matter if they're outscored. Uh, That'll be tough to pull off uh, come conference championship and Super Bowl. But overall, I felt like I was nitpicking. This is just a really good team. At number four, the Niners run defense. I think it's going to be tough for the 49ers to stop Gibbs and Montgomery. The Niners run defense... Uh, they're just going to have a tough day. This is a two-headed monster. We always talk about how tough it is to figure out who to bet on prop-wise. The Packers ran on them last week, so I'm going with the Niners' run defense. Up next, we've got one similar to Joe. I did Chiefs pass catchers, uh, the drops, the fumbles. They lack explosive plays especially downfield like we are used to seeing with the Chiefs team. They don't really have it this year. Um, So I had to put that in there at number three. Number two, the Lions run defense. I don't know how they're going to stop the Niners. I mean, last week the Bucs had some success running the ball. The Bucs ran for almost six yards per carry. And now they got to deal with CMC? Have fun with that is all I have to say. And at number one, I got the same as Joe. It's the Lions' pass defense. These corners stink. They don't match up at all against these elite receivers that San Francisco has. Cam Sutton, Kendall Vildor, you're not good. Brian Branch is. I got to hand it to him. The dude can play. But overall, the Niners receivers are a lot better than the Lions are uh, defensively. So I think that's going to be a tough matchup. So we've got the Lions pass defense, the Lions run defense, the Chiefs pass catchers, Niners run defense, and at number five, Ravens. No weakness. No weakness, she says. (laughs) No weakness. Why'd you pick the the Texans then, Aaron? Yeah. Come on. Why do you hate the Ravens, Aaron? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I those channel- people are still coming for me, by the way. They are? Four, yeah. four days later. 
<laughs> Channeling our inner Instagram troll here to fire up Hawk on a Wednesday morning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be some reappearances here. I'm going to start someplace that's kind of close to the neighborhood of where Joe went with one of his. And number five for me, Dan Campbell's, not inexperienced, Dan Campbell's, um, how can I say it nicely for most of the outlets that we're airing on right now? Dan Campbell's guts, okay? Dan Campbell's guts, we'll call it. Uh, He's going to go for it. Fourth down, his own 28 maybe at some point. I don't know. But Dan Campbell's going to go for it at some point when he shouldn't. Or maybe he statistically should, but it's going to backfire on him. Um, That's also the only way I see the Lions upsetting the Niners is to just play, I'll say it, balls to the wall. Um, but that could also get him in trouble. And so I think that's one of the biggest liabilities this weekend. Uh, Number four, the left side of the Chiefs offensive line. We don't know what the status is of Joe Thune. He messed up that peck in the Buffalo game. I can't imagine that he's going to be completely recovered for this one, if available at all. And Donovan Smith, their left tackle, you go and check PFF grades, the lowest-ranked offensive tackle left in the playoffs. So I don't trust Patrick Mahomes' blindside on Sunday afternoon, especially against a Baltimore defense that can generate pressure naturally without having to blitz. Number three, uh, this is especially big if Debo is not able to go, Juwan Jennings. Um, I know he had a solid game against Green Bay, but that's really one of two performances all year where he's had five catches or more. And on top of that, there's a reason this team did not look good. Remember all the questions people had about Brock Purdy way back in like late October, right? Oh, is Purdy, Purdy just a product of the system? It's Well, Purdy's only that good because the players around him. And it's because Debo was out, right? We didn't have Debo, and therefore the offense could not pick up the slack without him. That included Jawan Jennings, who, again, just twice this year has five catchers or more. If he's got to be a volume guy at all on Sunday, I think they do have a little bit of a problem with that, even against the Lions secondary, which we'll get to in a moment. But number two on my list, we've already talked about it. You can call them pass catchers. You can call them wide receivers. You can call them whatever you want. They're not good this year. Rasheed Rice is less than 100% too. And so I have a hard time seeing the Chiefs wide receivers being a reason they're going to go into Baltimore and win the first ever AFC championship game. They've hosted at M&T Bank Stadium. I think it's much more likely they're a reason again that the Chiefs lose. And finally, as we all agree, the Lions secondary is a disaster. You mentioned the corners, Aaron. The three, if you again go to a PFF, and I'm, I'm citing PFF a lot today, so that if Spielberger is checking in early on the show, he'll feel <laughs> like he's having his ego stroked. Hi, Brad. Um, but you look at the 16 corners that are ranked by PFF remaining in the playoffs. You're right, they have Brian Branch, who's ranked third best among the 16 remaining corners. And then guess who 14, 15, and 16 are? Jacob Sutton and Vildor. And then you go to the safeties, and the safeties. They're not any better. You scroll through all of them, you got Tracy Walker and Kirby Joseph down near the bottom of the list, and their mm-hmm. secondary is atrocious. So there are your biggest liabilities while you guys laugh hysterically at the headshot that Gurch put up next to my power rankings. There it is. It's beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? 
What? They made what is hot. that from? I've seen they that. Made, Where, what is going on? They they made me. They made all of us sit in the stands at PNC Park for a photo shoot. Oh, God. And and that did I see that? that in, did I see that in Barrett Sports Media? Yeah, I think I, I did. could not. I Go ahead. Focus. It Go looks ahead. like they're trying to recreate a scene from Moneyball, and it went horribly wrong. Yes, that is. Uh, that's you, exactly what it is. I was, I was trying to figure it out. Swing, and you did not disappoint. And it's a promotions guy probably taking the picture with his phone, right? I mean, yeah, he's like, "Hey, uh, look, look out towards the skyline. Now look back at me." What's that okay. called? Rack focus or something? When it's like blurry in the background? I don't know, but it's amazing. Yeah, I'm here for it's, it. It's something. I actually, uh, I don't think we should use it again because I couldn't focus you, at you all lost through it. one in a, in a positive or negative way. Look, I'm just selling. I'm just selling. If I can't sell your home, I'll buy it directly from you and then rent it out. Okay. I'm not I'm selling to that regions. guy. <laughs> you look so slimy. You look like the type. Wait, wait. You hold on. See? Hold on, Mister Sword Fight. Hold on. I'm, I'm the weirdo now. Yeah. Yeah. Because you look like the divorced dad who just saw somebody else's kid screw up on the field, and you're about to let the other kid's parent know about it. Hey, oh, man. you know that he's happens. supposed to cover second there, right? I know. That yeah, is. that's what. You, but you know, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, I, I'll say something if you don't want to say something. Uh, so I had to turn the chat off because I couldn't stop laughing. I had to make sure I couldn't read it. Anymore. Uh, so those are our biggest liabilities on conference championship week. I mean, two of us. To try and stay on task for the last minute or so of the segment, two of us yeah. basically didn't have one for Baltimore, um, and I think that's yeah. that's telling as we go into the Final Four. Um, when, when we're looking, whether you're looking at Super Bowl favorites, whether you're looking at just plays for this weekend specifically, Aaron, you and I—I I didn't have anything listed for Baltimore. You got creative and said no weakness. Um, th- there's not a lot there to look when you look at the Ravens either side of the ball and say, "Oh yeah, we can attack that." And then I started Googling Ravens weaknesses, and I still couldn't find anything that I liked to put on this list. And Patrick Mahomes was even saying like, yesterday they have no weakness. So I'm like, of course he's going to say that. But really, it's a stretch if you're looking for one. No, they've got a top offense. They've got a top defense. they got a top special teams. Special they teams. got a top yeah. coaching staff. Like They're terrific across the board. they got a great quarterback. He's going to win his second MVP. He's going to go Coach. down as an all-timer. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's really difficult. It just goes back. I, there were a couple no-shows against teams they are far more talented against. And against yeah. good teams, they've been great. So True. That's that's something I want to bring up. Found Steelers. that, and we'll get into it later in Trend or Truth that I think is worth pointing out. We'll do that in the final hour. Brad Spielberger coming up at 1020 Eastern. Coming up next, though. As if we could get any more off the rails, we go off the board here on Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM.